welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good morning and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in actually really nice and pretty, lovely, not too rainy, sloshy was the word we were using last swoggy, week. Sloggy, sloggy, sloggy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we came up with a bunch of new ones. Yeah, it's we great. did. I mean, my backyard still basically is like that. A marsh. A marsh. <laughs> it's a little bit marshy, <laughs> but it's really beautiful mm-hmm. and we're very excited. You know, one of the things I get to do, Benny, well, we get to do, mm-hmm. you know, because this is a joint venture. You know, when you are a host of a radio show, you need a lot of help. You need people helping you to run it smoothly and do a great job. But one of our favorite things to do is to interview people who I believe are on the leading edge of thought. Today is one of those amazing, fun, delicious, exciting days because Julia Cameron is with us in the studio. Well, she's not graced really, our presence. Right, she graced our presence. She's mm. not really in the studio with us. She's in her home town of Santa Fe, New Mexico. But she's on the line and she's coming to Seattle. She's going to be here on February 22nd teaching a stunning workshop, Blasting Through Blocks, a workshop in the artist's way with Julia Cameron. So before we bring her on, I'm just going to talk a little bit about her delicious history and current life creations. So, And I know many of you know who she is. I know many of you are so excited because I saw my Facebook page um, and all the excitement and likes about it. So Julia Cameron has had a remarkable career, which in turn has given remarkable help to others, which is exactly what we want. You know, when people have a cool career and then they reach out for others, it's just a win-win combination. Herself, an award-winning poet, playwright, and filmmaker, she has written 30 books, ranging from her wildly praised, hard-hitting crime novel, The Dark Room, to her volumes of children's poems and prayers. I mean, who doesn't want to write children's poems and prayers, but not very many people do it. Despite her extensive film and theater credits, which includes such device work as Miami Vice, prize-winning romantic comedy God's Will, which she both wrote and directed, Cameron is best known for her highly successful works on creativity. The Artist's Way has sold more than 4 million copies worldwide. And her follow-up bestsellers, Finding Water, The Vein of Gold, Walking in This World, and The Right to Write are likewise flagship books which are taught to universities, churches, human potential centers, and even in tiny clusters deep in the jungles of Panama. So welcome to the show, Julia. How are you? Thank you. Good. Um, It's a bright, sunny day here in Santa Fe at the end of a large snowstorm. Oh, wow. Do you guys get snowstorms very often? This winter, we seem to have one all the time. I've been (laughs) snowbound. Uh, wow. and the good thing about being snowbound is that it traps you into writing. Oh, yay. So, I mean, now we're going to have 35 books before long, you know, at least. Yes, I have actually now have finished 40 books. Oh, my goodness gracious. You are really a beautiful demonstration of art and creativity and joy and fun because your work goes in so many different venues as well you know there's just this constant eruption a bubbling creative resource from you and i'm so grateful you're going to be here on january 22nd teaching this fantastic workshop about blasting through blocks and workshops well a workshop on the artist way blasting through blocks because you tr- yes, it's, oh it's go ahead sponsored please. by east west books which yes. is a wonderful venue yes and they're it's amazing going to, it's 
going to be at the Crown Plaza Hotel mm. in downtown Seattle. Mm. So I'm excited. Uh, I, I taught a year ago, uh, and out of that came more workshops. So Seattle was inspiring to me. Oh. And I think um, when we talk about having the success of the tools uh, that I've taught in the artist's way, we have a show going up called Bliss. Wow. Which is at the Fifth Avenue Theater. Wow. Uh, and it runs through the 23rd. Uh, and the person who wrote it or co-wrote it uh, and did the music and the book is an artist way practitioner named Emma Lively. Oh, yes, Emma. Yes, of course. I've heard lovely things about her. So Emma and her partner, Tyler Beatty, are putting on a world premiere in mm-hmm. Seattle. Uh, and so far, they've been getting standing ovations at the previews. That's fantastic. And you'll be in town around that time that their show is still um, playing out. Yes. Right. It, it goes uh, through the 23rd. Uh, and I'm going to go, I'm going to teach all day on the 22nd. And then I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> And then I'm going to go see Emma's show. I'm Aww. very excited. Oh, I'm very excited for all of you. You, you know, in this beautiful um, Blasting Through Your Blocks workshop, this one-day workshop, um, you are going to be dedicating yourself to helping others identify and unravel old and unworkable ideas that block their creative spirit. Uh, in yes. fact, you write in here, it's time to stop telling yourself it's too late. It's time to stop waiting until you make enough money to do something you love. It's time to stop thinking it's just your ego whenever you yearn for a more fulfilling life. Like these things that we just block ourselves with. Yes. Uh, a lot of times we have a lingering fear that we're getting too big for our britches. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we have a creativity myth uh, that we all grew up with where Eve reaches for the apple and all of a sudden the, the skies part and a booming voice says, how dare you? Right. And I think a lot of us have taken in this idea of an authoritarian, punishing universe. Uh, And we're afraid to work on our creativity and we're afraid to open up. Uh, And I wonder what it would have been like if we had a different creativity myth where Eve reached for the apple and the voice said, Far out. Took you long enough. Made (laughs) the apple red for a reason. Good for you. Reach higher. And the heavens opened and there was rainbows. I like the way you think, Julie. I love it. You know, the New York Times has hailed you the queen of change, and you're credited with starting a movement in 1992 that has brought creativity into the mainstream conversation in the arts, in business, and in everyday life. Um, How does that feel? Well, it's like visiting a garden. Mm. Uh, When I I teach, uh, you can... You can see a lot from the front of the room uh, and the body language. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I watch as I teach, and the, the, the lights come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people begin to be expansive and relaxed. Wow. Uh, and a lot of times I think uh, that people think, oh, we're going to work on our creativity. Uh, and instead what I do is teach them how to play. Right. Right. So it's unleashing this beautiful, powerful aspect of themselves that they actually already have. 
yes, I believe we're all creative. Mm -hmm. uh, and we have a mythology that tells us that there are only a few creative people, and it's sort of an elite group, and you have to know the right people and play politics. Uh, and what I have found uh, is that there's a path that opens up when we work on our morning pages of morning writing, right. uh, we begin to expand. Uh, and as we expand, the universe supports us. Wow. So it's as though when we move toward our dreams, our dreams move toward us. Oh, I, I just love that. Um, you recently published the long-awaited sequel to The Artist's Way entitled The Complete Artist's Way. It's a trilogy containing further adventures along the trail. Um, with walking in the worlds and the practical art of creativity and finding water. So that must be fe feel really good to get another beautiful piece of work that will help individuals, in, you know, find their true artist inside of them. Well, I think, you know, it's thrilling. Sometimes people will say to me, oh, Julia, aren't you afraid you're unblocking a lot of bad art? <laughs> really? Who says that to you? And skeptics. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and what I tell them is, no, to the contrary. Very often I find that the people who get unblocked through using my tools are better artists than the artists we're acclaiming. Right, right. I couldn't and agree more. I felt too shy and too frightened and too discouraged. You know, it, it takes encouragement. Uh, and I... I believe that that's what I do. I think I'm, in a, I'm a great encourager mm -hmm. of creativity. Well, I think you can see the potential in others, and it delights you. So then you inspire that part of that person to come alive, which is really phenomenal. And, and I loved what you said about you know some of the acclaimed artists. And I love all forms of art. I think art is so fun because it inspires different aspects of different parts of humanity, right? So... I don't know if there's really such a thing as bad art. I'm sure it's true. I just, it hasn't been my experience. But I think people who um, finally find that joyful, playful part in themselves, which is something that you encourage, that's what creates that success, you know, that joy. Well, I feel like when I go out to teach, it's like visiting a garden. You know, people will come up to me and say, I used your tools. And here's my book. <laughs> no right. wonder you think of it as a garden, like everything's just popping up, right? Well, I feel like I'm sort of like Johnny Appleseed. Uh, I travel, uh, I teach, I introduce people to each other, uh, and then the tools take root, uh, and people work with the tools themselves uh, and use the book uh, and come up with miraculous things like Emma's show Bliss. Mm. Oh, it just sounds amazing. So during this uh, lovely, intensive trek through the creative kingdom, um, tools will be included like morning pages, the artist dates, and the event itself will be mixed with lecture, Q&A, and of course, exponential work in small groups. Um, and everyone should expect that this course to jumpstart your creative process, refresh your own thinking around creativity, and introduce you into a creative community, which actually, actually now is I'm beautiful. Now I'm having trouble hearing you. Oh, I was talking more about the workshop. Can you hear me now? Hmm. I wonder if we're having a problem with our connection. Julie, are you still there? 
I'm here, but okay. your Marie suddenly became soft. Oh, okay. oh, can you hear me now? It's a little better. Okay. Oh, interesting. I'll okay, so Benny's just bringing it up. There, so that now you are. Okay, great. Thank you for letting us know. So uh, during the workshop, I was explaining that during this intensive trek through your creative kingdom, meaning the participants and of course yours as you share it, tools will include morning pages, artist dates. The event itself will be a mix of lecture, lecture, excuse me, and of course experience in the work in small groups. Expect this course to jumpstart your creative process, refresh your own thinking around creativity, and in- introduce you to a creative community, which I think is so important to have people, peers in your life who are also on the same adventure of discovering their magnificence. Yes, it's what I call believing mirrors. And believing mirrors are people who mirror back to you your potential, your possibility, your strength. Uh, And when we do a workshop, uh, I don't lecture very much. Uh, I put people into clusters of three, uh, and people keep switching. You switch cluster to cluster to cluster, so you may meet 20 people during the course of an inter- of a uh, workshop. Uh, and you find that some of them are very uh, empathetic and sympathetic, uh, and they are good uh, potential partners. That's beautiful. Um, you often describe yourself as a floor sample of your own toolkit. Could you explain that a little bit? I mean, it's adorable. Uh, well, I... Bu- People say, my God, Julia, you've written 40 books. Yeah. How do you do it? Uh, <laughs> and I tell them I, I do it by listening, uh, and I do it by using my own tools. Uh, I do, uh, the workshop is called Blasting Through Blocks, uh, and it has to do with dismantling your fears and your angers that get in the way of your work. Mm. Uh, and I'm currently writing a book on prayer, Uh, and I'm on page 175 out of a possible 200 pages. Wow. Uh, And what happened recently was that I got stuck. And and what do you mean, like it just froze for you? Like you just, like, you couldn't write for a little while? or I I couldn't write. I didn't like what I was writing. I Mm -hmm. was judging it. I was fearful. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I did Blasting Through Blocks, and listed my my fears and my angers wow uh, and i discovered that i was uh sharing my work a little bit too freely mm. uh to people who weren't qualified to comment yet mm-hmm. uh and so i was given uh direction to keep my work to myself yes uh, and i tried that uh, and then I was given direction to share it with two people who are, for me, believing mirrors. Mm-hmm. And so I found myself <clears throat> over the phone <clears throat> reading to them and having them go, wow, <clears throat> I really feel like I'm right there in the snowstorm. Wow. So so that's really incredible advice I of course, 1,000% agree. When you're in that creative process, 
you, you can't share it with just anyone, you know, even though they seem like they're excited, they want to know what you're doing. You're excited. You want to share because it's so fun and you're in this really fun, inventive process. But not everyone actually is comfortable with other people's success or fun. Some people don't know how to have fun. And so when you're having fun and even if someone's saying, oh, my gosh, tell me all about it, it doesn't mean that they're going to actually enjoy it. It's going to make them uncomfortable potentially. And then they can't well, be that mirror for you, as you said. Well, I think one of the things that we'll do over the weekend on, the, on Saturday is that we'll identify a small list of people who are, for us, believing mirrors. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of times, as you said, people can be threatened. Yep. So you, we, have a, we make a list. I want to be positive here of people that can believe in us. Right. And I think... Uh, and are comfortable with us being larger yes. rather than smaller. Yes. And so sometimes I think you have to also perhaps, you know, because it could be anyone that's a mirror, right, that there doesn't have to be a certain type of credential or identifying factor per se, but maybe someone who else is also confident in their own happiness and their own joy and excited about their own creativity. Well, I think we make a mistake, as you said, when we share our work with people who are blocked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we need to share it with with people who are on a similar path. And this is why um, I hope that what happens after Saturday is that many little clusters of Artist Way groups will spring up around Seattle. Oh, yeah, that sounds fantastic. I love that idea. No, seriously, I think that's a really, really great idea because it's so nice when you start to get into that creative energy to have yourself recharged in it with like-minded people is so empowering. I think it's a great idea. Um, so you've been writing since the age of 18. Yes. Wow. Um, you've published, of course, highly praised short stories, award-winning essays, hard-hitting political journalism. Your credits range from the Rolling Stones to the New York Times. Um, as a teacher, you've taught at the Smithsonian to Esalon, the New York Times to the Northwestern University, and you have served as a writer in residence as well and in film. What a fun life you are having. Well, I think uh, that I believe using the tools, I want to explain briefly what a morning page is. Please. Because that's the tool that leads people the most forward. Uh, It's a page, uh, three pages of daily morning writing Mm. where you write down your your fears, your hopes, your dreams, your complaints. Uh, When you say to yourself, okay, God, this is what I want more of. This is what I want less of. And you write these three pages freely uh, first thing in the morning. even before you have your Starbucks. <laughs> you know we love our Starbucks here. But I, I sometimes think I would never dream of standing between someone and a cup of coffee. <laughs> Maybe a cup of tea. Maybe they can have a little bit of tea. Well, what I, what I do yes. is I make my coffee the night before. Oh. And I put it in the refrigerator, and when I get up in the morning, I have a, an iced coffee. Ooh. Uh, and then I take straight to the page. Wow. Uh, and what happens with morning pages is that they sort of dare you to expand. 
And the, the first time they'll bring up a risk, you'll say, I can't do that. Right. The second time they bring up the risk, you say, I don't think I can do that. <laughs> the third time they bring up a risk, they, you say, well, maybe I can try that. Right. And that's why my career has had so many different directions. It's because wow. the morning pages will suggest, wouldn't it be fun to write a musical about Merlin? Wow. And I, and I understand what you're saying about the coffee thing. It's, you just don't want to be distracted. Because once we get out of bed and we start, you know, moving around the house, I mean, of course, you can get up and, you know, pee if you need to. But once we get engaged, sometimes we won't sit down with those morning pages or we're just still not in that beautiful space of, of fresh energy that we have when we first awaken. Well, I think um, when I say I wouldn't stand between someone and their mm-hmm. Starbucks, I don't. I mean, someone getting up, getting dressed, getting out. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, brewing their coffee at home, I hate to say, sound like a heretic. (laughs) Uh, I think having your coffee first thing uh, and doing your pages, you're trying to catch yourself before your defenses are up. Wow. Yes, I agree. I agree. Before you feed the cats or the dog or... You know, whatever whatever gets you moving into some form of resistance. Right. So first things first, just go to the page. Oh, sounds so beautiful. And I was also curious, unless there's more you want to share about that, which I know our audience would love to hear. But for those people who are diligently getting on East West Bookshop's, uh, you know, page right now, going to their website, signing up for your workshop if they haven't signed up already, do you have any um, advice for them about how they could prepare themselves best for that Saturday, fe- February 22nd, um, between 10 a.m. and 4.30 p.m.? Do you have, like, an, a recommendation? Well, I would say be sure and bring a fast-writing pen. <laughs> uh, and you might want to try doing morning pages uh, for a few days before the workshop. Uh, and you'll you'll find uh, that they move you forward uh, and get you excited. Uh, and so, uh, I, in order to talk about blasting through blocks, I would say take a pen to page and write the things you're afraid of about the workshop and the things that you're potentially angry about about the workshop, uh, and. Get them down on a piece of paper uh, and say to yourself, this is my resistance. I am going to move forward anyway. I think it's a great idea. And then, you know, during that time period, meeting a bunch of cool and fun people that live locally or who knows, people fly in for your workshops. There could be people flying in from anywhere in the country, of course. And then perhaps making some groups, even if they have to be a a Zoom group or FaceTime group to all meet together so that they can continue to work on their pages and work from the books, all the beautiful books you've created, so that they can have their own personal successful creativity. Well, I think the Artist's Way book uh, is a prime resource for helping people to have hope and faith. Wow. Uh, What we're talking about is that the Artist's Way is a spiritual path to higher creativity, uh, and I think 
that sometimes people uh, don't believe uh, that their dreams are worthy. Right. Uh, and I think as they work with with the book, they begin to open up to the idea that we have a benevolent universe, which will help us. Absolutely, all the time. They're uh, they're on speed dial. Actually, the universe is. And they love to help us. But like you said, people don't ask for help. I, I love the idea about what you said to write down your fears, or what you're mad about, um, about your own creativity, uh, which I find fascinating because I think if you can, because even as you spoke about it in my mind, I thought about some of the things that I am mad about. And I was like, it was very freeing, you know, just to have a moment like, oh, my gosh, I didn't even realize that that really was a frustration for me. And and then, of course, when we have those awarenesses, we can just blast through them. So I think what what's important uh, is that people need to realize that there is a benevolent mm-hmm. creative force. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you look at all the trees, you have a fir tree, you have a maple tree, you have a blue spruce, you have a palm tree. You see that the, the creator was interested in many unique and wonderful things and we are unique and wonderful ourselves right uh and this is what we need to begin to wake up to absolutely we are beautiful delicious incredible beings of light every single one of us and earth is a fun place to discover our magnificence and to allow our light to shine it's perfect so um, so you're going to be here pretty soon. You're going to be hanging out with all the Seattle lights and going to the theater and teaching a beautiful class, February 22nd, East West Bookshop. Everyone definitely wants to get online or call the East West Bookshop store. EastWestBookshop.com is their website. And book your tickets for this class because it will sell out if it hasn't all. Well, I don't think. Hopefully, there's a, I'm sure there's a few seats left, but it's going to sell out. And um, you will be blessed with the presence of Julia Cameron. It's been lovely to talk with you this morning on the show. Thank you, Marie. It's been good to talk to you. And I, I hope I've made it clear that using a few simple tools, people will begin to wake up. And I'll be teaching the basic tools that they can always fall back on. Oh, you have been a blessing. We've totally enjoyed you this morning. And um, I'm, I'm looking forward to you having a great time with your class here in Seattle. It's going to be a blast. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a beautiful day. Lovely time in Santa Fe. We're going to take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We'll be right back. If you want it, take it. I should have said it before. Try to hide it, fake it. Marie is doing it again. She's headed to Greece for another fabulous retreat on the island of Syros. This time, it's a week-long adventure with sun, swimming, incredible food, daily yoga, and a four-star accommodation, which will include intimate and powerful teachings to help you manifest your dreams into your reality. Space is limited to just 25 lucky and blessed individuals who are ready to generate an astonishing life. Even if you're not sure what possibilities are in store for you, this retreat in glorious Greece will propel you into the vibrational awareness you crave. 
you will learn, practice, and play with lecture, meditation, and enjoy all the spectacular land and seascapes this magnificent and remote location has to offer. For more information or to book your accommodations, visit energyintuitive.com or call 425-485-8813 for this amazing retreat. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 a.m. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Hi, this is Marie Mendicherry, and I'm excited to share upcoming online courses that I'll be offering in 2020. Receiving the Energy of Money, February 5th and 12th, between 7 and 8.30 p.m. We teach this through Zoom. It's really fun. You just sign up to it. We send you all the stuff that you need, and you get the recording of the class. I teach the classes live and answer all your questions, which is super fun. We all know that when it comes to receiving the energy of money, that everything in the universe is, and I say universes because there's more than one, including money, is vibrating with subatomic particles, even though we are unable to physically see these energy particles. Thanks to the unique science of quantum physics, we know that they exist. So during this two-part 90-minute course, you're going to learn how to create a healthy, loving, fun, expanded relationship with subatomic particles that turn into money so that you can have as much money as you want. It's one of my favorite classes to teach. We've taught it several times already online. So please join us for February 5th and 12th, 7 to 8.30 p.m. I hope you can join me. Our veterans risked it all to protect our freedom. One of the best ways to say thank you is to volunteer to support them. At a time in history where kindness is a virtue, volunteering means a lot. For over 47 years, Help Heal Veterans, a not-for-profit organization, with the support of citizens like you, have delivered therapy kits to veterans who need them. To volunteer or learn more, visit HealVets.org. That's HealVets.org. Bored with the other stations? Hammering away on the same old talking points? Try Alternative Talk 1150 and get some variety. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. That was so fun. Julia Cameron. Sweetheart. Sweet. Precious, precious lady. We'll be here on the 22nd. So make sure you go to East West Bookshop, sign up, and let your... Let yourself blast through all those blocks of your creativity and write a book or become an artist <laughs> or, right? or whatever it is. And, and, you know, so many people don't even know their natural gifts and talents. And the world needs them. You need them for yourself yeah. just to be happy and fulfilled. And then the world gets to enjoy whatever you um, produce, which is really exciting. Boom, Marie. Knowledge drop from you right there. What? What you just said. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. That's why people are listening. <laughs> well, we love our listeners, yeah. right? And and thank you, everyone, for waiting on the line. You know, when we introduce, mm-hmm. when we interview people, people wait the whole time, basically. And that is so sweet and so kind. 
So who are we going to talk to first this morning? Yep, and let's give out the number. It has been uh, half the show, but we'll continue the rest of uh, the other half uh, with your call. So 877-825-8828 is the number for the Marie Manucherry Show. We'll start things off with Linda calling in from the Portland, Oregon area. Ooh, hi, Linda. Hi, Marie. How are you? Pretty good. Um, I'll be back in Portland in May. I'll be on AM Northwest again talking about what if questions and even a more kind of scientific approach to it. So I'm very excited about that. So what can I do for you? Well, the reason I'm calling today is um, we have a 30-year-old son who uh-huh. has seems to be really angry. Um, <laughs> he's had a bit of a hard life in some ways with was born with a facial deformity uh-huh. and ended up going through a <clears throat> long involved surgeries yeah. of surgeries right anyway and we're trying to stay out of his way as much as possible and and help him by just being supportive but I, I'm just worried for him yeah but you've always been worried and it's not working Right. So you've got to stop worrying about him. It's it's kind of like this. This is a way to look at it. When you worry about something like for some reason, I just got the impression of because I have two cats that I adore. One of them has been in like, I don't know how many incidents, accidents cost me thousands of dollars. We call him the million dollar cat, even though we haven't reached that price point, which is thankful. And and what so I have to catch myself before I look at Finn. Because I could go into a worry mode, just like how you can go into a worry mode, because from an early time in your son's life, he had to go through some interesting experiences, which he chose before he reincarnated. Anything Uh that's happening in a baby's life, it's already been planned as a necessary experience for their soul's growth and consciousness. So I have to make sure that I, when I look at Finn, I'm not looking at a concern. I'm just like, oh, he's so cute and he's so fluffy and you know, so this is what you have to do to your son. You guys are not helping him. First of all, you guys over nurture him, by the way. So I loved when you first said at the beginning of, of your explanation or your question, we're trying to stand back a little bit. I'm like, thank goodness, because you guys have like babied him too much, in my opinion. Uh-huh. And, and so from now on, you're not allowed. I mean, it's fine for our conversation to talk about or feel any form of worry or doubt or concern about your son, because it's not going to help him. What will help him? You have to think positive, beautiful, wonderful things about him, regardless of how he is interacting with you or the choices that he makes. Okay. Because then you'll be sending positive energy his way versus, <sighs> you know, energy. Well, he's a very kind and yeah. loving human being. I'm sure he's great, but you're not yeah. helping him. It's, okay. it's whenever we want something to be different in our lives, whatever that is, you cannot think and feel in a fearful, negative way and expect it to change. It won't. Uh-huh. So and still he is in charge of his own life. But if you two purposely work diligently together to think differently, feel differently, speak differently about him, I guarantee you you're going to see a shift in his choices. Okay. And it would be healthy for both of you. It'll like extend your li- your lives because it's not good for your body to be in constant worry and fear and doubt. All right. Okay. So we'll put that out there. Yeah. No. And I'm like, you guys are going to have to work on this because you guys are, it's kind of an addiction of worrying about him. So, and keep me posted. I want to know what happens. You, you'll, pr- if you guys can really do this, 
maybe start with some what if questions. What if everything is great in our family? What if our son's life is remarkable? What if we're just happy all the time? What if everything is working out for us? Keep let me know how things go. I think if you can start doing things like that within a uh-huh. week or two, you're going to notice some changes. Okay. It, it won't take much. Because right. really, there's nothing wrong. Not really. You know? Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay. All right. Keep me posted. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. Thanks, Linda, for joining us. 877-825-8828 is the number for the show. And it's the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We'll take uh, Alondra calling in from Idaho. Oh, hi, Alondra. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Super excited to be talking to you. Oh, good. Is this your first time calling in? Yes, it is. Oh, well, thank you so and much. we're super excited to talk to you. <laughs> we are. <laughs> so what can we do for you? So I was just calling because I need um, some guidance on what is next for me in my life. So mm-hmm. I'm going through a separation from a marriage of 20 years. Congratulations. Um, Things. Um, I'm going to have to move, and I'm thinking about going back to school, so I don't know what I need to do. Well, first of all, you, you know, you're you're going through a lot right now, so do you have uh-huh. to make a decision right now about what you're going to do with the rest of your life? I kind of feel like I do need to. Yeah, I disagree. So, so, <laughs> so first of all, the reason why is because you're under a fair amount of stress. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean... Because, you know, this marriage, I would say, initially was actually quite good. And then it just kind of went, you know. Yeah. It hasn't been good for a while. It hasn't been fun for you. It hasn't been a positive experience for you. It's been very difficult and really challenging. Would you agree? Uh Yeah. So you kind of need to recover from that. Spend some time loving, adoring, and cherishing yourself. Get really happy. Not be stressed out every other hour, which you are, from what I can see. So that then you can go, oh, what do I want to do with the rest of my life? And I, when you get to that point, which, you know, maybe after the divorce, and I'm not saying you don't take any steps, but I don't think you should take any major steps until you can get your energy in a positive, happy, beautiful place. And I don't want you to go back to school unless it brings you joy. Like, it oh, does. It does? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so what do you want to go to school for? Oh, yeah. Hmm. So, (laughs) well, no. I mean, I loved working in the hospital. It was one of my favorite experiences of my life. It transformed my life. But I just kind of had this idea that, well, I I think if you went to nursing school and you worked maybe more in a clinic setting. Yeah. Yeah. Because working in the hospital these days is really hard, you know, like. The acuity level of a patient is pretty high. An acuity level for our listening audience means that they have enough things going on with them that they require a lot of care, you know, a lot of care. So, so, and their health issues are super complicated. So it's just a lot of time, takes a lot of physical strength to care for the acuity of most inpatient, you know, uh, people these days. So Mm -hmm. clinic setting would be fine, but... What do you like about it when you think about nursing school? Well, I like, you know, I like people. I'm a people person. Right. I feel like. And so I'm, I'm really good about, you know, getting to know people. Right. Have you, ever th- like- have you ever thought about being an acupuncturist? No. 
Okay. Because here's the deal. Even though I love modern medicine too, I love holistic medicine more, but I love modern medicine. I've seen the coolest things that I could have never imagined while working with patients, you know, in modern medicine facilities. But you like holistic medicine. Okay. Well, I mean, is that true? It, it is. Yeah. Yes. And so when you work in modern medicine, holistic medicine is not a part of it. Right. Yeah, no. So you're going to be in a facility working in a way that doesn't align with your belief system. And you also have a very strong intuitive nature. So you're going to be with a patient and a script is going to be handed to that, say, let's patient. And, uh-huh. and you're going to have an intuitive hit that that's not in their best interest and you're not going to be able to do anything about it. And you really care about people. You have amazing integrity. Oh, I don't think it's a good, you know, choice for you to go to RN school. Consider something holistic if you want to work in the healthcare industry, like become an acupuncturist okay. or a Chinese herbal medicine person, you know? Okay. Okay. How does that sound? That sounds amazing. I know. And then you'll have more freedom. You know, if you own your own, if you, you could work with even in a clinic. I know people who are acupuncturists that work in hospitals, even military Mm -hmm. hospitals. So you can do that or you can start your own business or work with uh, maybe a a community of people who work in the holistic world and you share space or a receptionist. You know, I I just think that would be, if you're going to devote your time and energy, I don't want you to be disappointed with. Yes, you were able to help someone, but you know you could have taken it further down the road and helped them more completely if you were okay. able to do what you believe is in their best interest, which is going to be accurate the majority of the time. Okay. Okay? Good okay. talk. Good talk. I like can that I, one. Can I have one more question? No, Sorry. I can't because I've got, got the phone lines are full. You can call in next time, though. Appreciate okay. it, Alejandra. <laughs> yep. We're tough here on the Marie uh, Manu Show. We've got we, we got to get through all of our folks. Yeah, <laughs> and we, we've had some people waiting patiently. So that's we why. have. Yeah, yep. who do we have? Uh, Stacy from Salem, Oregon. Hey, Stacy. Hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. Hi, uh, Marie. Hi. Is this your first time calling in? It is. Oh, Woo! well, thank yeah. you. We first just, time, long time. <laughs> yeah, we just love that. How's Salem? Um, It's nice. It's, oh, good. Uh, it's like a little gray. It's foggy. It's really foggy today. But. Ah, okay. Well, fog is pretty. I love. It just reminds I me do. of Twilight. You know, this yeah. is so fun. <laughs> so, uh, what can I do for you? Okay, so um, I'm really calling um to see what you think of this, what you see of this new relationship I'm in. Oh. You think it's a good fit. Um, <laughs> I also have a question about my career. About my. Okay. I know you are full. So I don't know if you'll have time. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. So are you enjoying this relationship? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so why are you asking me the question? I'm just well, uh, I know. Like, I I am enjoying it, I, and I think it's a good relationship. Yeah. I'm just curious, like, what you, if you can see anything about it. I think that we are, I think, sometimes I'm not sure, like, just what is, like, maybe stuff that I need to work I on. I couldn't hear what you said. You're not sure about what? Oh, like what, sometimes like what are maybe things that I need to work on that's like coming into the relationship and maybe just like my fear about being in a relationship? I think overthinking, analyzing, and processing when you're having fun is not a good idea. Yeah. I really don't. I, I don't have any concerns about this relationship, but I think if you can stop worrying and analyzing and just be present with it, if there's something that needs to happen, you're going to have an awareness of it. But I think it's great you're having fun, and I think you should continue having fun. Don't you agree, Benny? I do. Yeah. So, yeah. so there's nothing to discuss about it. It's fine. Okay. 
Okay. I overanalyze a lot. Yes, that's um, not healthy because you have a really stunning third eye. You have a lot of intuitive power. And if oh. you stay in your brain thinking, processing, yeah. then you can't hear and see and feel your intuition, which is a bummer. Yeah. Right? Because I've gotten through a lot of tricky moments in my life because I stopped my mind and the fear rambling that goes on in the human brain. And yeah. I waited for an intuitive inspiration. And then, boom, whatever was a problem in my, my life completely disappeared. So right. I, I want you to really spend time working on your insight. Yes, I know. And I am always working on that. It's just, it gets... No, you're not. Oh. You're, you're working on how, how, mo- how, many more, how many more minutes can I analyze and process something that's not even happening? Right. Right? That's what you're working on. Stop. Yeah, so remember to treat your brain like a dog. Leave it. Leave it. Mm-hmm. Leave it. Good boy. Good girl. Good job. It, I always yeah. give Charles a treat every single time he drops the thing I'm trying to get him because I don't want him to think that I'm going to lie to him. You know, I, I know, want it's him, a lot of things. There's a lot of treats. He's getting a lot of treats. You know? He had my glasses this morning. I'm like, how did he get my glasses? He's he so fast. Him. He had to see something. <laughs> He's so fast. So yeah, he had a lot of treats this morning. That's for sure. Okay. Does this make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Do you see anything about my, I want to change schools. I'm a teacher. Oh, I don't think you should be a teacher anymore. Why? Oh, really? Well, I mean, it's fine, but it's kind of boring. You're not really. I don't see you going, oh. Oh. Yeah, I want you to really look at your intuition. I want you to start studying intuition. I want you to practice insight, read books about it, get on YouTube. If something feels good, do some practices. I think that's where your career path will go if you allow it. Oh. Okay? Okay. Okay. (laughs) Have a gorgeous day in Oregon. Oh, thank you. You're oh, welcome. Thanks so much for taking my call. Of course. It was my pleasure. Yeah, thanks, Stacey, for joining us. Uh, 877-825-8828 is the number for the Marie Manucherry Show. Uh, if we don't get into you now, we can try next week for sure. Uh, Angela from the L.A. area is joining us now. Hi, Angela. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Of course, Angela. Is this your first time calling in? No, but I'm excited to call. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the, when you called before, was it helpful? Oh, my God. Yeah, it was really helpful. Good. It was Good. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, great. Because Benny and I do like those questions. We think they're fun and interesting. <laughs> so what can I do for you today? Okay, today, um, do you see me moving any time this year? And if so, where? And is it linked with my love life? I ask this because it feels like I would. I, I feel like it. I'm, you don't even have people, a love life right now. I don't so yeah so this is you're you are like a perfect example of analyzing and processing and trying to figure stuff out from your brain rather than being present and being inspired to do things so first of all you don't have a love life so obviously you're probably not going to move this year um because you don't even have a love life so (laughs) can, can you just work on being present yeah yeah and i loved your answer because most people don't want to be present because it's just boring to them. You know, like the present yeah. moment, it, at least initially, is kind of boring. But once yeah. you kind of rest into it, it just becomes amazing and full of so much incredible information that you don't even know existed. So I say get present and start feeling that you're in a beautiful, incredible relationship. And then maybe you won't even have to move. 
And, and part of you wants to move just because you're bored and you're not having fun, but you need to learn to have fun where you are so that if you ever move, you're still having fun. Okay. 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 Sorry. Okay. Don't mean to burst your bubble. <laughs> no, it, um, when you talked to the previous caller, something you said resonated with me about really? being less mental and being more present. Yeah. Because there and could I'm be like, a great person who's standing right next to you, but you can't see them. Because you keep thinking about someone that doesn't exist that you're going to move to Tahiti with. You know, it's yeah. it's like, uh, yeah. it's a waste. And the universe is not that complicated. <clears throat> the universe is extremely helpful. The answers to life are simplistic. And we don't need to make them complicated by analyzing and processing information that doesn't even appear in reality. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It does. yeah. My mind likes to exercise. Well, it's actually a form of resistance. So you think your mind likes to exercise. You're resisting yourself from being fully present and being available to have an incredible life in this moment. That's what's happening. And so you want to work on your resistance. Okay. okay. Yeah, because I, yeah, that, that resonates. I'm in the dating process. Like I'm yeah. just meeting and interacting with different yeah, guys. That's fun. I definitely like to be more present. Yeah, especially when you're dating because you want to find out, oh, are we a good match? You know, am I having yeah. fun? And if you're in your head thinking of something else, you can't really tell if that person and you is, is inspire each other to be more of your best selves. Like, it's really hard, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, is, sorry to burst your I'll, bubble, but... Um, no, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> okay, thanks a lot. Have a great day. Thanks, Angela, for joining us from the L.A. area. 877-825-8828 is the number. And we'll take now Jennifer calling in from Issaquah. If you don't know where Issaquah is, it's east of Seattle. It's a yeah. cute little town out it's there. It's so no cute. Little. No. <laughs> it's a little. I mean, they have, like, little. Costco there now. <laughs> everything. Everything. I was up there last week for the first time in, like, 10, 15 years. And there's oh, 15 wow. up on the hill in the Issaquah Highlands area. Yeah, it's beautiful. Massive. It's so no, cool No, I wish there, I had actually bought in the Highlands a, uh, a while yeah. ago. You know, I mean, I love where I live, but sure. it's like... Wow. I know, right? Yeah. So, Jennifer, hello. Hello. Hello, Jennifer. Of course. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Do I know you? You do. Okay. Hi, Jennifer. Uh, yeah. Okay. Hi. How are you? Hi. I'm lovely. Thank you. What can I do for you? So, my daughter and I, we have um, some special friends in our life. A little girl um, who has Rett syndrome. Mm-hmm. And it's Did you pretty, say Tourette um, syndrome? Rett. 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 Syndrome. I don't know what yeah. that one is. R H E T T. Basically, her whole body is shutting down on her. She's oh. unable to talk, unable to walk. Oh, I'm so she sorry. Has function of her eyes. Uh huh. Nice. Um, and is able to smile and make sounds, but yeah. she's not able to actually communicate. Yeah. Um. So she's a very, very special person in our life, yeah. and her mother is also a very dear friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And so I've tried to do some research just to see what the reason for Rett syndrome is. Kind of like what lesson your soul's trying to learn, I guess, um, and see if there's any way for me or my daughter to, um, just be, be more of a support for, for this little girl or see if there's a way for us to be able to help her in any way. I don't know if just sitting with her is what she needs. Yeah. I think just playing and having fun with her. Yeah. I mean, I don't think she's upset. I don't think she's missing anything in her life. She's just adored and cherished 24 seven by people who are Uh so happy that she's still here with us. Yeah. You know, so I just wouldn't worry about her. 
Um, okay. I, I don't think that's healthy. Okay. Um, in any situation. Well, but it's not even worry. It's not so much worry. It's more just like she's uh, so special to us, and I just want to make sure that we're. Well, I guess that is kind of worry. Yeah, then. and I know you, Jennifer. You're one of the kindest yeah. people. I can't imagine you not being just precious and sweet to everyone in your life, and of, of course, someone that you know is having a unique experience in the world. So yeah, I would not worry about her, and everyone should just enjoy her for as long as she's here. Right. Okay. Yeah, Beautiful. and and that she's fine. She looks really happy to me. She looks like she does. Yes. Okay, that's so good to hear because I feel I feel that from her, mm. um, and I feel different things from her mom. Mm. I feel like her mom kind of has a feeling that she's uncomfortable or that she's unhappy. I or think that... she's totally happy, and her her parents are excellent. They treat her with Aren't such they? reverence. You know, it's just amazing people. Really? Yeah. It's, okay. And okay. sometimes that's what a soul wants. Sometimes when mm-hmm. souls come in and they have maybe complications with their physical form or their mental mm-hmm. capacity, and they they wanted to be born to a family that would just adore them regardless of what's going on for okay. them. And that's exactly okay. what she's getting. So she's healing okay. things from previous lifetimes where maybe she didn't have any you know, physical problems or issues, and but she didn't feel uh-huh. that adoring. And now, you uh-huh. know, she's got all these things going on that make things right. really difficult, you know, for everyone, really, you know, when you uh-huh. think about it. And yet she's just honored, you know, as the sacred, precious being that she is. And she's just looking it up. She's just like, oh, this is amazing. I feel so good. Look at it. I'm perfect. Just Yay. like the way I am right now. Yay. Yay. You know, that makes me so happy to good. hear. Thank you. Oh, you're so yeah. welcome. You're so welcome. Thanks for calling in. Of course. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks, Jennifer, for uh, joining us from the Issaquah area. That should wrap it up for today. Yes. I oh, know. and I finished one of my uh, online courses last night, good. Receiving the Energy of Money. So um, thank you, everyone, for being a part of that. I've been using hypnosis, teaching self-hypnosis in my, all my courses. And, of course, we still have room in the you know, Increasing Your Vibration course, which... It isn't going. It isn't necessarily a prerequisite to the other coaching coaching courses that I will be putting up on the website very shortly, but you might want to consider it because one of the courses I will be putting up soon is psychic coaching with me, and to read energy and to be able to use your intuitive nature, your psychic ability, your energy needs to be elevated. You need to be happy. You need to be in a good spot. You need to learn how to get there. You need to learn how to expand that energy because when you communicate with the multisensory world, they're already in that high-flying, happy energy. So you got to be able to meet up with them so that you can exchange information and then translate it to yourself or others here in the third-dimensional space. So just kind of a pointer. We also have our Greece trip um, up on the website. Mm-hmm. It was a blast last year. Could be a blast this year again for for someone listening to the show. <laughs> So um, joyful blessings, everyone. And thank you so much, Benny, for uh, helping us out oh, today. Oh, you're welcome. And real fast, do we have the information for Julia's? Uh, Julia, yeah. Uh, the, so the we're going to go Bookshop. to yeah. East West Bookshop, mm-hmm. eastwestbookshop.com. She go. is here on February 22nd, Saturday, 10 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. And the name of the class is Blasting Through Blocks, a workshop on the artist's way with, of course, Julia Cameron. Thank you, everyone. Have a gorgeous day. Bye-bye for now. Mm-hmm.